0: So before I get into my homily today, I want to preface it by saying that the central main point of today's homily that I'm preaching on, I stole from Father Pelsier. Again, just being honest, just laying that right out the front helps me to grow in humility. So uh, when I was first ordained a priest, uh, I had a man come to me and say, "Father." A great devotion to Saint Joseph Uh, and I've come to understand why he is considered the patron saint of husbands and I said well that's pretty obvious I mean he was the husband of the Blessed Virgin Mary he's the head of the Holy Family he was Jesus' foster father and he goes yeah I thought that was the case until I got married and I realized that he is the patron saint because he was always wrong Think of it. St. Joseph was the sinful one. There was something that was misplaced or something that didn't go right. It was always going to be his fault. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. About Saint Joseph's own humanity and his own not sinfulness, but his ability to make mistakes. It's here in the gospel, right at the very beginning of this Christmas story, Joseph, the foster father of Jesus, the spouse of the Blessed Virgin Mary, makes a wrong decision. He makes a mistake. When Mary, after the angel, appears to her and says that you are going to be the mother of God and she gives her fiat, she logically is going to go to, to, to to Joseph and tell him and Joseph hears this and although in some people's mind there's some controversy here of why Joseph decided to back out and divorce her for me it's pretty clear Joseph knew how holy she was and knew that she was not telling a lie as strange as this idea might be that the angel appeared to her and him being a just man decided to back away out of sort of a holy reverence or a holy fear, realizing I am not worthy to be a part of this great mystery. He had good intentions to back away because even though he understood, he figured others might not understand. And so he decided to divorce her quietly. This was the wrong decision. And so what happens that night? The angel appears to Joseph in a dream and says, Oh, Joseph, don't be afraid. I need you to go ahead and marry her because this is all part of God's plan. She is going to be the mother of Jesus, the Messiah. The angel does not come to say, Joseph, you were wrong. You made a wrong mistake. You're not the foster father anymore. We're going to find somebody else. He doesn't come to condemn Joseph for making the wrong decision. But instead, he comes to say, Oh, wait, let me put you on the right course here. I know you're a good man. I know you wanted to do the right thing. And so, even though he made the wrong decision, he made it with a good will, good intention, and so the Lord set him on the right path. I think this understanding of today's gospel is so important for all of us when it comes to decision making but particularly for young people who face some pretty significant decisions often about that will affect the rest of their lives. Decision of what major to have, what career they should have, or whether or not they should discern or follow a vocation of the priesthood or religious life. I see so many young people crippled with anxiety and fear. Not so much because they don't want to do the Lord's will, they want to do it but they are so scared of making the wrong decision that they don't make any decision. The anxiety, the fear takes over. And so St. Joseph and what we see in today's gospel should be a great example and a great consolation. That if we have a good will and we want to do the Lord's will, just like Joseph did, and we pray about it, we discern, we gather information and we make a prudential decision, if it's the wrong decision, then the Lord's not going to punish you. The Lord is not going to say, you're stupid, you didn't do the right thing. Instead, just like with St. Joseph, he is going to set you on the right path because he knows the heart. And so there ought not be any fear, any freaking out over this. The Lord knows our hearts, and if we were making the decision because we want to do God's will, even though we don't fully know it, we have got to trust, just like with St. Joseph, whatever decision it is, the Lord is going to set us on the right path. That's the essential message that can apply to us today in a culture which has such a difficult time making decisions because we don't want to do the wrong thing. We don't want to act against God's will but there are a couple of other things that we can notice in today's gospel that Joseph had to face the decision he, he heard the story from Mary he had to make up his mind about what he wanted to do and how he was going to act but he didn't sit and wait for the angel to come and tell him what to do he didn't say all right I've got this information Lord I want to do your will. I'm going to sit here and wait until you tell me what to do. didn't do that at all. He made a decision. He acted first, and then the angel came and set him straight. And because of the fear of making the wrong decision, what I see, a lot of people who sit and want to make the right decision are waiting for God to tell them what to do are waiting for the angel to appear to them in a dream and say this is what you're going to do because they want absolute certainty that they're doing God's will before they make a decision. This is not how it works. If you want to feel the tug of the parachute, as I've said before, you got to jump out of the plane. You've got to take a step in what you believe to be the right direction. But sitting here at the crossroads between making a decision to either go left or to right and waiting for Jesus to tell you what to do, chances are you're going to get stuck at that crossroads and never act. You've got to take a step in a certain direction after praying about it, after waiting to see if the Lord is going to guide you. But if he doesn't, then chances are the angels are not going gotta take the step and trust that the lord is going to set you on the right path you can't walk on water until you step out of the boat and you're never going to have surety that you are certainty that you're going to make the right decision until you start moving and then the spirit will act in your life also notice this so after the angel appeared to him and said, Joseph, hey, wait, no, you need to go in this direction. You've got to trust you're part of this plan. Take Mary as your wife. Everything is going to be good. When Joseph woke up, he didn't say, "Oh, I made the wrong decision, and sit there for the next week and beat himself up. I can't believe I failed. The Lord is mad at me, and sit here and ruminate over it, and something different or if he should have acted in a different way. He failed. He made the wrong decision, but he didn't beat himself up for it. He said, all right, pick myself up. I'm going to do what the angel says and move forward. He didn't sit and get stuck in the past for his failures and the wrong decisions. And this should be a great inspiration to all of us because the temptation is, I've seen it a lot, when we fail and make the wrong decision, and maybe we're corrected for it, however nicely or sort of harshly we're corrected for it, the tendency is to sit and beat ourselves up because we fail. But we know that we cannot do that. When Drew Brees or any other great athlete makes a mistake, throws an interception, they've got to forget about it and move forward. He was trying to do the right thing. He wasn't trying to sh- throw the ball to the to the other team. But he did. And so, accept it. I made a mistake. I'm going to do better next time and move forward. And if Drew Brees sat there and beat himself up in between these plays, he would never be as good of a quarterback as he is. So I'm sure there's a lot more th- that we can learn and understand, but I think St. Joseph really becomes for us of the patron saint of decision making, patron saint of accepting the Lord's will and moving in the right direction even though at times we may not have all the answers and so I want to close with a prayer now, this is probably one of my favorite prayers written by other people some of you may know it, um, it is by the, the, the monk Thomas Merton and this is called his prayer of abandonment and you can find it online if you like it uh, and it's one that is wonderful to pray to us whenever we have to make these big decisions in life. My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end, nor do I really know myself, and that I think that I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. But I believe the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope that I have that desire in all that I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. I will trust you always, though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death. I will not fear, for you will never leave me to face my perils alone.